Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. Welcome indeed. We are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Indeed. One of our fellow podcasters and personalities and one of our favorite people in this realm, Janine Pettit from Girl Camper has made a big announcement this week, something that... uh, she is very, very proud of, and, and I can see why. She has published a magazine. Indeed, the new Girl Camper magazine. Girl Camper magazine. It's, we've got a little preview of it. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful in full living color. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to subscribe to it, you go to girlcamper.com and check it out, and you can subscribe to her magazine. Indeed. And it's... Uh, She's done a superb job, so just another feather in the cap for Janine Pettit. Right. And and Girl Campers. Right, and Girl Campers everywhere. (laughs) And and I read it, too. (gasps) I know. I know. He's learning all our secrets, ladies. (laughs) There actually have been some times on in the Girl Camper Facebook page that someone will make a comment about men being in the group and maybe be uncomfortable or something that there are men in the group. But Tony is very respectful, obviously, and very helpful, and he answers questions, and he doesn't do icky boy things. I don't mansplain. (laughs) I try not. Well, this is something I learned in selling RVs, was we got a lot of solo women RVers or prospective solo women RVers. And if you just, with always, listen with both ears and, and answer honestly, uh, people respect you. I mean, and that's that's the bottom line. There's no reason to talk differently to anybody for any reason. We're, we're all just happy campers around the campfire with our grub stick, our marshmallow, and <laughs> a lawn chair. That's Maybe right. a beer or wine or whatever. Yeah. Well, we have a note from our sponsor, and then we are going to be right back. We have a great guest again this week. We do. We invited Andre Fisher from Rockwood to speak with us this week and got some insights and tips from Rockwood. Yeah, so we'll be right back. Everybody seems to be talking about lithium batteries for their RVs. Of course. They charge faster, last longer, weigh less, and require zero maintenance. Plus, you don't have to replace them every few years. We love Lion Energy's safe lithium batteries, and with their limited lifetime warranty, they're the last batteries you'll have to buy for your RV. Of course, we have a discount for you on our Discounts and Deals page. And you can learn more about why lithium is the way to go. We have today Andre Fisher with us, Inside Sales for Rockwood and Flagstaff, uh, which is a division of Forest River. Andre, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. 
It's an absolute pleasure. If you're not familiar with Rockwood and Flagstaff, they make travel trailers, convertible trailers, pop-up trailers, off-road trailers, fifth-wheel trailers. So one of, one of the lines that Rockwood and Flagstaff make are respectively the E-Pro and Geo-Pro, which are a line of single-axle travel trailers that are really designed for the way when when i worked at the rv dealership they those just flew out the door that's something that's definitely worth looking at what what can you tell us about those yeah so uh the e-pro from flagstaff and the geo pro from rockwood uh same floor plans um just different interior and exterior colors basically it's a single axle trailer nothing's over 3700 pounds it goes from 21 feet to 12 feet it has all the amenities and the great things that any other camper would have. It's just in a smaller package. And one of the best attributes about it is, is the solar package that comes on every single unit except for the 12RK. That's the, the, the short one. It has a 100-watt solar panel from Go, Go Power, and then it also has a 1,000-watt inverter that connects all your power inside your camper except for your AC and your microwave. So people that are getting up into the mountains, maybe finding some real fresh air out there, boondocking or dry camping, as uh, is explained, um, really, really enjoy this model. It's easy to pull, you know, all those cars that are under 5,000 pound uh, towing capacity, every single model fits underneath there. So very important uh, part of the segment. Yeah, and and one of the models that intrigued me enough to almost trade and we have a a 2017 rockwood mini light 1905 which is a 19 foot single axle trailer that now is the equivalent of the rockwood 19 bh no (laughs) f uh there's a 19 footer in the (laughs) geopro epro line that's this similar floor plan anyway but one of the ones that you have that really intrigues me you have a 16 foot toy hauler that's correct. Um, actually, it is a total length because I don't want to confuse folks out there. That unit is actually 20 feet in total length. It's called the 19TH. Uh, last year's model was a little bit sho- shorter, but this year's model um, is, is nine, or 20 feet total length. It can carry up to 1,500 pounds. It also has a Moride air ride suspension yeah. system on it. Ooh. Yeah, it's really cool. So it does two things. Number one, now you have an air ride suspension system for your cargo. So when you are hauling, you know, um, example, my friend has vintage uh, Triumph motorcycles. And to put that in the back, it's so important for him to get the best ride possible so it doesn't shake, rattle, and roll everything he has in there. Maybe people are using it for tools or whatever they need to, it gives you the best ride possible. It also has a great angle of attack. Now, what an angle of attack is, is you can use the either the remote control or the app that comes, uh, you can download on your phone to take all the air out of the airbags and make that back of that camper go really, really low. So the ramp angle is, is as minimal as humanly possible. But then when you get it loaded up, you can also use the air compressor to fill up those airbags to get it off the ground and, if you're worried about not filling at the proper height or whatever, um, there's actually a little symbol that says green, red, or yellow on the side where you want to fill it to. So whether you have 300 pounds or 1,200 pounds in that unit, you know exactly where that should be riding on that air ride system. So really, really user-friendly, really unique product, um, short 20-foot toy hauler. That's what I own. I own a single-axle toy hauler. 
and I really need to upgrade soon. Yeah, those those <laughs> things are neat. And oh, and well, maybe we'll just take yours. <laughs> uh, you don't want my old one. It's, it's pretty beat up, and I use it a lot. But that's okay. We can share it. How about that? The, yeah, and that that also uh, here where we live, there's a lot of people who enjoy mountain bicycling, and so that was something that we we found customers for that trailer uh, with mountain bikers and and that sort of thing. So it's neat because it's for the size. I mean, you can tell it with a Jeep Wrangler. Um, it, it just, that thing just made a lot of sense. So I can see why so many people are, are buying those. There's a lot of new people in the RV space, as I'm sure you're well aware of. As they're looking at, you know, they're going to go to a dealer and look at all these beautiful floor plans from all the manufacturers and such. Why would they decide well i want to get a rockwood or flagstaff trailer and and i i know the answer in my head <laughs> because we did but tell people as they're shopping things that they might need to look into and look for well first thing i tell every person i talk to either at a show or they come and visit our facility here in millersburg indiana we have just a different worker set so when you come into Millersburg, there's no stoplights, there's one cafe, there's one um, gas station, and all of our workers have been here more than 10 years. So our, our workforce and our work body are really, really important because these trailers are so labor intensive. Every single screw is put in, a lot of the cabinets are built in the house, we put the tires on the wheels on right here in our facility, um, more man-made than any other place that so we have the quality control and the quality assurance. So when I talk about my work staff, they care and work harder than any other work staff in America. And I, I can say that with confidence because I've worked at other manufacturers in the area. And it's so important that, to make sure that your workers are happy. And when you come into our facilities at 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, and you say, good morning, how you doing? And they're singing and they're high-fiving and they're walking around and they're working for eight, nine hours and it's 100 degrees out. They just don't waver. And so when I would tell somebody the difference between Rockwood Flagstaff and anybody else out there, a lot of people can build a trailer, but they don't have my workforce. And it's impossible to recreate Millersburg, Indiana. There's other places that tried it, wherever you are. If you come and see my facility, you will get that feeling. I had a couple in today. Luckily, we could do a, a, an outside tour today because we're shut down for July 4th week. They just they could just feel it from the people that were here that are off work, but our parking lot is still full because people want to come in and be a part of it if they're in the area and they're not on the vacation with their family. So whatever you buy, it's not going to have the same love, tender care that's behind it that you're going to get from a Rockwood and a Flagstaff. And I truly believe that. I went to elementary school a block away. And so <laughs> I, it's, it's just a great, great place for us to build a camper. Well, it's, I, I know when I was working at the RV dealership, we, we carried the Flagstaff brand, and the owner of the dealership went to the plant there in Millersburg, and he was just impressed as heck with how everything was organized and and kept, and also at the end of the day, how the workers would literally put their toolbox or tool belt down where they stopped. So when they got back to work the next day or Monday or whatever it was, they knew, okay, I, I need to finish this process so you don't get things left out. But some of the things that you guys do that are, you have your own lamination plant there. 
you have six-sided lamination. So even the slide walls and things like that are vacuum laminated, not pinch laminated, which is a better process. You have the radiused roof that even someone built like me can and has walked on. <laughs> and <laughs> and that those, was a trick because he doesn't like heights. So to get, like heights there, <laughs> to get him up there and stand on the roof just to prove he could was <laughs> quite a feat. Let's just say I also <laughs> displace a lot of water in the pool. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. And so you also now, the newer trailers have a receiver hitch on the back of the trailer, the Rockwood Mini Light and Flagstaff Micro Lights. Um, you use, I, I like the shower miser feature that you have, which what that is, is you, when you are boondocking particularly, as you, you know, you turn on, you're going to go in the shower and you turn on the hot water faucet. And typically what you do when you're doing that is you're filling up your gray water tank with just wasted water. And what the shower miser feature does is it allows you to re-divert that water back into your fresh water holding tank. So you're not wasting water. So then once the valve, there's a little sheath on it. Once it changes colors, the water's hot, time to take a shower. And you have an, so it extends your boondocking further, which I think is cool. Exactly. Um, you explained that very well. If you're out there for a weekend, the five, seven gallons that you use in the shower um, for you and your guests or whatever it may be, it's kind of a big deal. And it can just extend your camping and you don't have to go home early Sunday morning because Saturday night you ran out of water. So right. it is an important feature. And, and, and I wish we did come up with it. A different company did, but we just get to use it. So um, it's just one of the, the ways that we try to think of every little thing a camper can and need, want, and convenience and safety are always in the, the forefront of our mind. And then in the, the very third thing would be just limiting your liability with the, the build like we talked about earlier, um, you know, uh, custom uh, uh, housing flooring and, and just different things that we do, like the five and eight inch uh, tongue and groove plywood and things like that, the, the custom grade flooring that, you know, not everybody does. So we, we are trying to make sure the customer is happy and um, having a good time as much as possible. Stress-free, right? Yeah, stress right. us, exactly. <laughs> and, and so other things that I've I, I sold a lot of these trailers because, well, we bought one. <laughs> right. And then every time right. a new one came into the sh to the dealership, he'd come home and say, I found our next trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys kept coming up with new floor plans that I wanted, darn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We try to always keep you guessing to the customer and keep them fresh <laughs> and new and, and do our best. So, we, hey, job accomplished there. Right. Well, one of the, one of the things that, I learned when I was working at the dealership is people may have an opinion of brands like Thor or Forest River, but you guys there at Rockwood and Flagstaff have a tremendous amount of autonomy. So what you do is not what everybody does at Forest River. They, my perception is they give you a lot of decision-making power in building features, all of that. Uh, we do. Um, Millersburg is kind of uh, on a different side of town than a lot of the other Forest River brands. Um, we do have total autonomy. We can um, totally be successful or totally flop, and luckily the hardworking people here have totally knocked it out of the park. Um, we made almost 25,000 units last year. Um, there's a lot of units. Um, my boss, Carl Miller, our, our operations manager, uh, decided that 
you know, we needed a customer assurance center institute, CAI, that we can audit our own internal workings to make sure that our campers are, are getting done properly. So we picked two or three off the, uh, out of one of our five or all of our five departments, and they go through the camper again, and we get a report every day of uh, maybe it's uh, short here or we need to do this, or maybe they're perfect and, and they do an, a, a great job or whatever it may be just because we want to, not because we had to. And um, that's really unique in, in Forest River, let alone um, the whole RV industry as a whole, as a second auditory uh, place that you can uh, check out your campers to make sure that they're going to uh, do well on a third-party basis. So uh, we do. We really try hard here, and, and everybody knows it. And it's a great place to work because everybody, it's not, will you do this? It's, um, how can I help? And, and that's where I wanted to work. So I'm really lucky, really lucky. Yeah, and it's cool. It, and one of the things I found is there's a lot of people at the Rockwood and Flagstaff team that are RVers. So you're you're basically living the life, as it were, which is cool. We do. We have a lot of RVers. Uh, a few of our salesmen have one. I own one personally. Um, um, our director at uh, C, uh, CAI, like I was just speaking about, uh, has one. And um, all types. She has a big fifth wheel. I've got a small travel trailer. Um, Frank, our Texas, Colorado rep in that area, south, middle southwest, um, has a microlight mini light. His family goes <laughs> camping. They were you know, just getting ready to go camping for this weekend or, or last weekend. I kind of forget. I have to ask Frank, but, uh, yes. So we get out there, we talk to people who we, uh, we listen to what they have to say and, and try to respond the best we can. And we do have the tools to respond on a moment's notice. And I always tell people, you know, here at Rockwood Flagstaff, we're a hockey game. We, if something's better, we change the players right in the middle of the game. We don't stop the game. Um, if we find a better, um, you know, shower miser, if we find a better, you know, flooring system, if we find a better roofing system, we'll change it and, and not look back if it's better for the customer. So it's really, it's really fun to uh, be in a place that's willing to change um, if, if the numbers are right uh, as far as helping the customer with a better product. Yeah, and then the I guess my last, I, I don't know if you know, but uh, when I bought my Mini Light four years ago almost now. That's right. Um, I looked around on Facebook and I couldn't find a good group of enthusiasts to you know answer questions and share travel stories and such so I thought well I'll start one figuring there'll be two or three of us there well 5,000 people later <laughs> it's <laughs> and I'm a, one of them yeah it's a huge group and one of the things I have to give you guys credit for is you are in the group monitoring what's being said and when there are things that you take note of where it's like, gosh, you know, we, we should do this a little differently. You do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to that we end, listen to customers. Yep. the, uh, one of the questions they want me to ask is now, I think you've switched to Goodyear endurance tires on the Rockwood and Flagstaff trailers, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we have. Um, we just made the switch a couple months ago. Um, and not that the old tires were bad or had any problems with the cast rocks. They, they performed really, really well. But, uh, you know, sometimes um, perception is reality. And if somebody feels like their tire is not up to the grade, um, even though, you know, after several testings and things like that, um, they wanted a different tire. And um, basically our tagline with that whole marketing campaign is, we heard you. 
we right. we heard you. So we switched, yep. and, and and that's where we're at. So with that, but uh, yeah, we're excited about the Goodyear Endurance. It's a great um, American-made product uh, right here, and that helps us. Actually, we, we kind of, uh, unbeknownst to us, you know, China shutting down and things like that, in in places, it helped us out also with uh, having availability to tires. So right. there's lots of things that uh, you know we just lucked out, but. Uh, we did feel like the customers wanted that, and so that's what we did. Yeah, and then you also include now a tire pressure monitor system and and other things. So uh, anyone who complains about tire safety on a travel trailer, it's just another reason to look at Rockwood Flagstaff. And while I didn't really mean this to be a huge sales pitch for your trailer, I mean, as you know, <laughs> we're sold because we yeah. we have one, and we've dragged we just dragged it all over Yosemite and Mammoth, and. Well, Good. at least uh, Mammoth, we we dragged it up there, and uh, again, <laughs> worked worked just great. We've probably put twelve, thirteen thousand miles on that thing, and it's sure. I love it. Yeah, and I think you have the torsion flex axles, correct? Yes, we do. Okay, the torsion flex axle. If you're not familiar with it, and if you'll give me a small platform to sure. describe it for your customers. Okay. Uh, torsion flex axle is basically not a leaf spring axle like we saw on our 1932 Ford Model A. Um, we can do better. All right. So what it is is inside that axle, it's independent metal rods encased by four rubber hard pieces. So the vibration going up through now your Goodyear Endurance tires and the tire pressure monitoring system, making sure the temperature and the um, pressure of the tire is correct and then you hit the axle which eliminates a lot of movement it's independent suspension and also shuts down a lot of vibration by not having a metal suspension system you now have a rubber suspension system really really helps the vibrations and things going transferred up into the box of your camper and I always talk about the box of our camper being so important that it needs to be tough and durable and if we don't have the least amount of vibrations with all the things we've put downstairs like torsion flex good tire TST tire pressure running system then what you know why would we build a good box so up top too we also have a very very stout box so with all those things involved you're getting a heck and a heck of a lot of good campers out there yeah i well i i can attest to that our trailer's <laughs> been great so <laughs> good yeah there's good. no we're, we're there's... happy you're a happy customer and i want every customer to be happy i mean uh, it's there's a we have a travel trailer fifth wheel for you in our lineup of 89 different floor plans from uh eight foot box tent to a 36 foot um, fifth wheel with a fireplace and all the amenities. So <laughs> it, it, if you're trying to find something, we're most likely going to have it in our store. Right. So. There's no reason that we have, that we have any need to trade out what we have now, but all these new features and all these fun <laughs> floor plans and the, you know, all the new things and, we keep thinking, oh, well, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have a new <laughs> But we really like ours, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad yours is uh, durable and standing the test of time, and you're using it, and that's the most important thing. Any camper that sits in a back 40 for two or three years, obviously, you know, 
we didn't do our job to make sure that they knew how to use it and to prepare how to use it. And we work with that every day with dealers and, you know, kind of a triangle of, you know, if you can picture a triangle of customer at the top and, and the dealer on one corner and the manufacturer on the other corner and, and you know, communication between the three of, of how can we make sure that when a customer does, like yourself, take the camper out to use it, it works properly, conveniently, and safely. And if we can match all those corners with those things in the middle, convenience, safety, customer service or whatever, we have won. And, and I feel like we're on, we're always trying to get better, but we're on a really good path, if not almost there. So. Yep. And well, of course, you're forgetting one corner. All, they should also subscribe to the Stressless Camping Podcast and and visit our yes, website I regularly. I forgot that corner. It's yeah. more of a square. <laughs> we're, like that, we're like that web that ties all those corners together. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're <laughs> in the middle. You're the, the heart and soul of that triangle that I described. Yeah, that's that's truly Absolutely. our goal is to help people. I mean, this this started from questions that we encountered at the dealership and just hearing a lot of similar questions and and helping people with that experience and that's really sort of the the foundation that we started on and so far here we are a year later and kudos to you guys i gotta be honest with you um i joined as soon as i started here onto your side just because you know you've talked to anthony yoder here and um i learn something new every day people bring up questions i'm like "Hmm, i didn't know that and mm-hmm. if I can help them out, I can, or I go talk to an engineer or somebody in the group helps them out. So, it, um, you know, you start talking about, you know, amps and volts at the microwave poles. And I'm like, huh, uh, good luck with that one. And 30, <laughs> 30 seconds later, somebody says it pulls this, it pulls that. And this is what you have to do. And I'm like, I just learned something today. So, you know, the masses can feed the masses so much better than, than what we can because it's so immediate and it's a Saturday night, my jacks aren't working. Hey, try this. There's a, you know, a, a, a fuse that might have been blown. And then they have it fixed. And so your site really is an asset to us here at the manufacturer, uh, the dealer that you worked at and dealers all over the country, and more importantly, the people that need you right away. And it's an instantaneous way to to be recanted or respoken to, which is awesome. And I thank you for that. Yeah, the depth of knowledge there just blows me away. It's it it's me incredible. Too. So, well, some of those Absolutely. people are are hardcore engineers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. And, and good for those, them. And keep keep spitting that knowledge because I don't have it. <laughs> and, and some of those people have done so many mods that they know. They know their trailers probably as well as your workers do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they've taken things apart and seen the insides and <laughs> and put them back together yeah, just because they wanted an extra shelf somewhere or something. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We needed to figure out some electrical um, uh, upgrades with solar or whatever. So, yep. Yeah. Well, Andre, thank you so much for your time. It's a it's a pleasure to get to know you here. And you're always welcome back, of course. And if 850 people work in this small little town, and we're just delighted that we can produce a product that the nation in Canada can use to recreate with their families and friends. And thank you so very much. And every time you buy a camper, hopefully from us, but from anyone, there's families behind it. And it's um, 
we care about those families and, and we appreciate your business very much. We're going to try to get you answered in a timely fashion and just appreciate you as a customer. Well, thank you. And uh, we will talk to you again soon, I hope. All right, we are all going to go on an adventure this week just to see what's open. And one of the things that has remained open is a lot of the Harvest Host locations. That's right. Harvest Host is one of our favorite ways of getting out there because they have over a thousand wineries, breweries, distilleries, museums, great destinations where you can spend the night. There is no charge other than the discounted rate we have for Harvest Hosts. And it's just their Instagram-worthy experiences for the most part. And we got to stay at one of the Harvest Host locations on our way up to Mammoth and Yosemite. We did. We stopped at Crystal Basin Cellars in Camino, California, and got to spend the night there, which was wonderful we also bought a pomegranate sparkling, sparkling wine, wine. Yeah. <laughs> i want to say champagne but i learned that you can only say that if it came from that region of france so sparkling wine pomegranate it was delicious and wonderful and we got to spend the night in the parking lot at crystal basin cellars and yeah. by happy coincidence happy there happened to be Highway 50 Brewery right in the same parking lot. Yeah, and they had a, a Scottish ale that was delightful. So just a, another great reason to be part of Harvest Hosts. We were in the beautiful setting among the trees and surrounded by, I think there's two wineries there and that brewery. So it's a neat Yeah, two stop. or three wineries right there in that same driveway. So if you wanted to do a lot of wine tasting and then have a beer, <laughs> you wouldn't have to drive anywhere at all. Uh, yep, that's for sure. So thank you, Crystal Basin Cellars and Harvest and Hosts. And Harvest Hosts. And you know, if you need to uh, join up with Harvest Hosts, you can find a discount on our website. Yep, that's right. On our discounts and deals section, which I am about to redo and make it a little easier to use because we've got a lot of discounts and deals there. We and do, and we get more all the time. And yeah. Tony is never satisfied with leaving things alone, so... Pretty much if you look every week or so, you'll find a new something feature on our website. Well, or I just try to make the user experience better. Oh, which I is know. It's what this whole thing is all right. about. Like the Hokey Pokey. That's what it's That's all what about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> but what if it isn't? I don't know. You put your right mouse in, you put your right mouse out. Anyway. Anyway. So... While we were on our trip, after we stayed at our Harvest Host winery, we went to Mammoth, which we talked about last week. But one of those days, we got a pass for a one-day visit to Yosemite. Yes. And so the way the state is dealing with the whole COVID thing is they are limiting the number of people in Yosemite by basically selling you a pass to go in and they only have so many passes per day. So you have to, you have to, when you get your pass, you have to tell them which day you're coming in. Yeah. And uh, so we went with our friends, Mark and Rebecca, and they brought their vehicle and we brought ours and we had walkie talkies and Mark has hiked and just spent a tremendous amount of time in Yosemite. And what we were kind of curious to see is, well, what's open now and what isn't? And how crowded is it and how 
uncrowded is it? Right. So I have not been to Yosemite since I was in high school. Yeah, I don't think I had either. And I know that typically for the past years since high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Peggy was there when they were making the rocks. (laughs) Yosemite has been a pretty busy place to visit. Yeah, actually, I have kind of not been there as much as, uh, despite the fact that it's just a fabulous and beautiful place, I've also heard it's really crowded. And and I, as a big fan of going to Disneyland, I've actually stopped going to Disneyland for the same reason. I just, too many people, for me, as too many people, I like wide open spaces. Well, so we went to Yosemite to see just how wide open the spaces are. And one of the things that they're not going to close is just what nature has done. It is, there's a reason people come from all over the world to go to Yosemite. It's amazingly beautiful. Right. Um, there's, the basically, it's kind of a big valley formed by glaciers, which cut into the valley, which is why you get things like Half Dome, which is a big rock, essentially, <laughs> that's <laughs> like sliced like a loaf of bread, and it's sliced by glaciers. Right. So what is still open and what isn't? What we found is that the gift shops were open, the Ansel Adams Gallery was open. By the way, Ansel Adams was a photographer who is credited with taking some just unbelievable pictures of Yosemite. And so you can go into this gallery and buy prints and that sort of things from Ansel Adams. That was still open. I believe the hotel was open. My feeling is there's two hotels and one was open and one was not. Yeah. There's like a lodge and then there's the Awani. And I think the lodge was open. Yeah. We're since we do stressless camping, we would, we don't stay in hotels. Right. So, (laughs) but what was cool was it was, you could find a parking place just about anywhere you wanted to be. Right. And I was told by Mark that that is super unusual. Usually it is just wall-to-wall people. And apparently on Half Dome, there's like a, a hiking trail with chains. And if you look at it, it looks like ants marching up and down. And I didn't see anybody on Half Dome. Right. We did see a couple of hikers. And just, you know, the natural beauty is there. I mean, Yosemite is... is Right. So it's not like there was no one there. The parking lots were three-fourths full of cars, but my impression is that normally if you want to park somewhere, you have to drive around or wait around for a space to open up because they're always, always full. And that just wasn't the case here. It was was full but not crowded. Yeah. And and let's let's be honest, a lot of the people who visit Yosemite – come from other places in the world. They fly into like San Francisco or wherever they fly into. And they, as part of a California getaway, they go to Yosemite. Well, I don't think we're getting many international tourists right now. Right. And so all those folks who are coming from all over the planet aren't. And so it's just us Californians and a few people from the U.S. Right. And so that's another reason it's less crowded. It was... I didn't hear, you know, one of the things you go to a big destination, you always hear a lot of different languages. I only heard English. (laughs) So, and people were all talking California like they weren't, you know, (laughs) they they weren't talking from all over this 
country. I love accents, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, it, again, and, and the falls were falling and the trees were beautiful Dream. and the streams were babbling. And we, uh, we brought lawn chairs and picnic and we just stopped at the side of the road and there was right. like an open field dropped our picnic our tables there and our chairs and had lunch and again it was it was super uncrowded so this is the time to go if you can get a reservation to get in the park i don't know how right. crowded it will be when you go look it wasn't that crowded i think there were if i remember right it started at 1400 available vehicle passes when i tried to make the reservation and by the time I did, it was in the upper 800s. And, of course, being, you know, one of these websites where you have to make reservations, I kept getting errors and, <laughs> and having to restart and saying things that were not stressless camping. <laughs> but I got in. We got so. in. We both got in and had a great day of it. And like Tony said, used our walkie-talkies to communicate and, and got our – our personalized tour <laughs> via yeah. walkie-talkie. Yeah, too bad everybody can't go with Mark because he is just a right. He is just a marvelous tour guide who just knows the area, but also he just has a way of telling stories. He should have a podcast. He should have a podcast, but not called Stressless Camping. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stressless hiking. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, he does these backpack these backpacking tours every year. In fact, when the country had the September 11th attacks. He was actually in the woods and had no idea what was happening. And he came back to this and it was like, oh my gosh. So anyway, something about Mark. <laughs> well, so there you go. So if you have an opportunity to go to Yosemite. Uh, oh, one of the things I noticed on the way to Yosemite, there's a lot of little uh, campgrounds on the side of the road. Right. That are like first come, first serve type places yep and some were open and some weren't so right and so that's a if we had decided to maybe spend a couple or three days in there we would have taken the trailer and gone into the park but that's just not the way we planned it this time but now we want to do that next time yeah it's just it was so nice and i want to go back in fall and enjoy another getaway up there because we also realized it's it's only like six hours from our house right we thought it was a big deal but it was yeah, we could have not. we could have made it there in a day but we don't like to drive that many hours in one day so we plus you know found a brewery, a brewery so. <laughs> and a winery so <laughs> a winery a and a brewery <laughs> yeah it was great stopping is good indeed <laughs> And it's it's funny to watch. There were there was a fair number of people at the winery, and to watch them see us back our trailer into a spot and open the awning and yeah, and get out our lunch. They're like, "Wow, how much wine. wine are they gonna drink?" <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's the deal. Go to Yosemite. Yeah, and it was now, beautiful. Now is a good time. If you are concerned about social distancing, I at no point felt. Like I was surrounded by people uh, in the gift shop. People were wearing masks and uh, we bought a bunch of souvenirs. We did. And uh, 
it was it was a very positive experience. So if social distancing is a concern of yours, I wouldn't be concerned. This might be the time. Yeah, going out the there. Go. Holy cow! Was, <laughs> right. As you may know, we are in all the social places, but you can find those at stresslesscamping.com. Right. And from there, you can jump off to all the places where we are, like Facebook and Instagram and all those social things. Yes. And of course, we sincerely appreciate your telling your friends about the Stressless Camping podcast and articles and all of that. And we sincerely appreciate when you write a review for us. Oh, boy. Does that ever help? And it helps us to grow this little podcast and get great guests like people from RV manufacturers. Yes. So, and if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free. Free. And we're saving a seat for you around our virtual campfire. Thank you very much again for spending some time with us here. We really appreciate you. We hope you gained some value from this episode once again. And most of all, happy happy camping. camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping. And it's it's funny to watch. There, were, there was a fair number of people at the winery and to watch them see us back our trailer into a spot and open the awning and... Yeah. And get out our lunch. They're like, wow, how much wine. wine are they going to drink? <laughs>